Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to the Empathy Explorers podcast, the place where you'll find conversations with people that pursue their passion. They share the blueprint to their journey. Dive deeply into the habits and goals the fellow explorers share with us. So start packing and make sure you are ready for the journey. Hi, welcome to the fifth episode of the Empathy Explorers podcast. I wanted to do something special for the fifth episode, so I invited you guys to leave me some questions and I'll answer them in this episode. So you can see it as kind of a Q&A. And to add a bit of extra spice to it, I asked uh, Tom Ross and Michael Jenna for some extra questions. And they actually handed me a bunch of questions, so I'll be answering those as well. Um, Yeah, without further ado, let's get into the questions. So actually, I arranged the questions a bit so they fit in certain categories. Um, I got a bunch of UX questions, but also more uh, like uh, goal and dream related questions. So uh, I fitted them together um, so it fits nicely into the episode. Uh, The first question from uh, Michael Janda at More Janda is where are you based? I'm currently based in the Netherlands. I live in a small town called Geertruidenberg. Uh, it's close to Breda, actually, and um, my the agency that I work for uh, is located in Breda. So uh, that's where I go to uh, every workday. And I do some things on the side for myself, and I do that from home. So the next question is also for Michael Janda at More Janda. What is your education background? Well, I actually studied IT and media design at um, in Eindhoven, and it's a bachelor study. I did that for five years, and um, at my uh, last internship where I had to do a thesis, I was able to get a job there, and I'm currently still working there. So, yeah, that's about it. We really get a bit more into the user experience related questions. Also, this one is again from uh, at more agenda. We'll come to the other ones later on. Why did you choose UX? Um, that was actually not really a term that was used when I was studying. Um, it was more called like web designer or graphic designer. And I wanted to pick like, uh, I wanted to do more with the internet. So I picked web designer and yeah, that kind of evolved into lessons in user experience. And that's one yeah, that really clicked with me because we had to research uh, for different projects and actually change the outcome of your product uh, with the research that you did. So, and I did that for my thesis as well. And that's when I saw like, I want to do more with, with that actually. And um, yeah, currently I'm a UX designer, so. It kind of worked out. And a follow-up question is, what has been your biggest challenge getting started? Well, um, to be honest, like the study is really broad and you get to learn a lot of things. I get to learn uh, a little bit about photography, drawing, storytelling, um, but you don't really get to know what an actual UX designer or in that case, web designer needs to do when he's part of a team and when he's part of a bigger thing like an agency. 
Um, one of the biggest problems that I faced at the start of the, my career was um, the restrictions that, that you had uh, with projects. You had to like figure out how to m still make something creative uh, and work around with all the requirements, uh, deadlines, planning difficulties and as such. And that was quite of a struggle in the start, but luckily I had a great, uh, great team around me that helped me with, with that. And actually now I'm more part of the, the planning stuff. So that's, uh, that's really helpful. And that, that helps me uh, keep organized because uh, actually when I did my study, I was not organized. I didn't have uh, like an, uh, a journal or I never wrote down dates of tests and uh, I always did that from my head. But as you probably figure out that doesn't work all the time. I, uh, I missed a lot of things actually because of that. And uh, when you work for an agency, that's, that's not possible. Then you, you'll definitely get some, uh, uh, some callbacks for, from that. So, uh, that's when I started to actually get more structured. And, um, to be honest, that was quite difficult at the start, but I feel it's kind of a relief right now and it only gets you uh, stronger in the end. So then from uh, at Lukla Prerak, how did you start your journey and did you face any problems? Uh, this is kind of related to the uh, UX career, but I'll also mention why I started my Instagram. Um, at the UX start, the restrictions from project was quite difficult and I did not really have a good base uh, knowledge of all the things that you had to use for uh, UX and graphic design. So that was quite hard. I thought I was there until that you until you get a job at an agency and then you know you're far behind what actually is required. So you have to step it up really rapidly, otherwise you uh, don't have a chance to, 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 to stay there. So, And for the Instagram, I had a lot of trouble at start. I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, my first podcast was quite uh, badly recorded, actually, and I had a lot of problems exporting it. Um, I had a lot of problems with video on Instagram. I didn't know like all the requirements for uh, the, the screen sizes and how it cuts your IG TV video in a different format. So that was quite of a, a struggle. I had to delete some of the posts actually that just didn't work out. I tried out uh, Creator Studio, which is for me, it looks like it's still in beta somehow. They, um, they get a lot of things wrong. I feel like I wasn't able to uh, combine video with images in a carousel. And uh, sometimes it had problems with retrieving the, the data from the post. So uh, all those things were like problems. And at that time they look really big and like, oh, I cannot make a podcast, I cannot make a video. And uh, that is really a struggle, especially if you uh, set out like uh, countdowns for your posts and then 
at the end of the countdown, it goes wrong and you have to do it all over again and um, delete everything and such. So that was quite a struggle for the, the Instagram part. But I think if you just try it out once, twice, three times, then it you get comfortable with the problems you face then and it only gets easier from there. So I hope that answers your question. From uh, Yes, Julia Pereira, you wake up, you get to work and you realize that one morning you landed on a UX job with absolutely no UX knowledge. What would you, what help, excuse me, what would help you get through the day? Okay, so that's quite of an interesting situation. Uh, so you already landed the job, that means you're probably good at people skills. Um, and I think that is one of the best things to learn quickly. If you want to learn more about your ex, I would definitely recommend to keep your eyes open for what the team does. And if you're the first UX designer, you need to uh, look a lot at, at what other UX designers do in the, the creative space. Uh, one thing that I would start with is actually, if you have zero knowledge, um, start with reading a few books. Uh, there are uh, great ones uh, from uh, Don Norman, uh, The Design of Everything Things. Um, you have a lot of books that, that, that work with the basics of UX and then you can yeah, go from there. Um, you can also look at uh, quite a few blogs. Uh, Nielsen Norman Group is actually really helpful. Um, it has like all the basics for you to, to start with the UX design. And um, they actually explain how to do research. They actually explain what everything means, how to make a prototype, how you can um, improve your uh, heuristic research actually. And that helped me a lot with when I, when I was in college. So that, uh, that was really helpful. And if I have to recommend like one course, I would say um, there was one course that I did after I finished my uh, degree and actually got a job. And that course actually taught me more than the four years that I spent on the degree. So if that doesn't say enough, um, it's, it's the course uh, from Jonah Tolley. I think it's still on Skillshare. He had some trouble with the uh, licensing, I think, but I think it's back on it right now. He has two courses and I would definitely recommend you uh, start with that. It takes uh, quite a bit, big, quite a bit of time. It's uh, I think around six or seven hours, the first one and the other one is maybe more, even 10 or 12 hours or something, but it's, uh, put into nice uh, little chunks that you can yeah, listen to a couple uh, each day or maybe more if you feel like. I Once I started, I wanted to finish it really quickly because it was super helpful for me. Um, take notes and yeah, just don't make assumptions about things you think you know. And um, we discussed that with Helena in the third episode. 
always keep asking questions. Don't think you already know the answer because most of the time it's actually not that answer. Not for users, not for um, your clients. You can assume things they um, they think it's true, but it can, that can be totally different for, for someone else. So yeah, uh, to make a big answer short, I would start with uh, the course, reading up, um, ask questions, uh, ask questions for the team, ask questions about like, what do you need to know for the job? Because that also helps. And I think you have a, a great start then. The next one is from Ash Designs. This question is, so my question is about starting out as a designer. Personally, I'm trying to start out as a freelance before landing a job as a UX designer, or maybe before starting my own thing, mainly to get experience and exposure. But I've seen people do it the other way around and it works really well for them. What are your thoughts on this? Do you maybe have something from your personal experience that could help? Well, actually I did the other way around. Um, and to be honest, I also talked with Doug about that uh, in episode four. Freelance is really hard and you have to have a lot of knowledge about more things than just design. And that's why I think it's not for everyone. Definitely not at the start. If you are still a junior UX designer, um, I would really recommend starting out at a company or an agency because you can get the experience from the projects there. I would never, I cannot lend the, um, the clients that we get with agency. Those projects are so big that you'll never be able to work on them as a freelancer or you need to be like the best freelancer in the world. But they will never take uh, just one freelancer for that job. Um, I would definitely recommend just starting out with an um, entry job or maybe even an internship, uh, even if it is for free for six months. But when you get the experience from like the projects that you do there, that will help you so much in creating a portfolio for yourself, uh, be confident about what you make and actually learn so much from that time there. So uh, I would actually recommend doing it the other way around. And if you feel like you want to start out as a freelancer, it is possible. You can um, get enormously big from that, but well, you need to know about sales. You need to know about marketing. You need to know about um, SEO, uh, maybe coding even. Uh, if you don't have a lot of money, you need to do all those things by yourself before you can even start landing the client. So yeah, what I would recommend is trying out, even if it's six months, uh, I know you don't get paid then, or maybe you get paid a little, but it helps you so much in creating experience and confidence for yourself. The next one is from Yes Julia Pereira. What were your key learnings from this outrageous year so far? One worker related and one otherwise. Well, this is a tough one. Um, one work related, I would say that uh, it brings you uh, closer as a team, even when you're working from home, because you uh, still have to do the projects that uh, that 
still continued on and I felt like people were more caring about each other, more caring about um, how you were doing while working. And it actually changed uh, a lot of people's perspective on working from home at our agency. So that's a, that's a good thing, I feel like. Um, and actually for moving on, I think that a lot of uh, agencies, companies will uh, provide better uh, places to work from home or even other uh, remote um, uh, remote office spaces and such. And I think that's a good thing. And for one otherwise, I would say, just be grateful for what you have and actually appreciate the time like this where everything is just a bit slower, a bit uh, more calm down and you actually get to relax more without having to, um, to go to a lot of responsibility things and such and actually appreciate a bit more what you have around you. Uh, most of the, the people I talked to uh, actually enjoyed a lot more of their own country this year. Uh, we also traveled to, uh, through the Netherlands and it was really, really fun actually to, to see the small places, uh, other surroundings and they are really close by. So that was really cool actually. The next question is from Tom Ross at Tom Ross Media. Uh, what lights you up about UX? And I've actually stated three things that really uh, light me up about user experience. The first one is uh, hearing about the, the ROI of the new products that we created. That's just a bit of an accomplishment uh, to show the clients that you actually know what you're talking about and created something that actually benefits them more than uh, they benefited you. So that's really, yeah, one of the key things that just lights me up. The other one is uh, the smile on the client's faces when you show them uh, the, the new product, uh, the first design meeting that you have with them and actually carrying them through the, through the process of creating something new. And the last one is uh, just creating clever solutions, uh, uh, research things and find new solutions for a certain brand or marketplace that can really benefit from uh, things that they haven't thought about earlier. So yeah, the, those three things really light me up and uh, yeah, make every project and client special. A follow-up question from Tom was, what are the key things someone considering a career in UX should know? I actually stated a few already. Uh, one of the first things that I said was restrictions, restrictions and requirements. I think schools don't teach a lot of uh, things that you actually need to uh, think about when you're starting UX design. And one of the things is restrictions. You need to know what you're working with and how much time that you have, uh, what you can and cannot do, what you can and cannot research. Uh, those things are not taught in school where you just get a uh, broad challenge and you can do whatever you want. Don't have to consider how much it costs, how much time it takes. And uh, I think that's really important to, to know when you're starting out a career. 
other one that I think is really helpful is actually design principles. Uh, that is one that I uh, was taught by the other designer that works at our agency and um, the course from Jonah Toli. I think that's really helpful. He has a course about design principles and you really need to know things about white space, uh, how fonts work, especially on web, uh, but also on print if you're uh, more into that. But yeah, design principles are really important. Another one I think is uh, that I actually learned more throughout being at the agency, and that's the power of confidence when you can. Um, you can tell if someone is confident in what they made and clients can also see that if you are able to confidently state your uh, your meaning behind the things that you made that that's so much more powerful than uh, actually making assumptions and just figuring out what they like you need to be confident in what you are telling them and then they'll trust you and you'll be able to yeah, gain a powerful relationship with them actually. And you also have to be ready to be wrong. You, you can't always know everything. So you need to uh, be ready to make a mistake and also say that we thought that that was the best option, but it wasn't and we need to change. Be able to uh, make me make mistakes and actually turn them around into wins for them is the best thing you can show them because you actually show them that you care about the product instead of just pushing around your own uh, opinion so another question from Tom what are some random fun facts about you um, I actually can't whistle I've tried but I, I just can't uh, one other thing is I'm I'm left-handed, but I need to do a lot of things with my right hand. Actually, like um, for dinner, a lot of left-handed people use their uh, knife on the left hand and a fork on the right hand, but I do it like right-handed people. So that's quite a change. Uh, one other fun fact is that I still collect Pokemon cards. I started that when I was young. Luckily, I have uh, I still have them around. And actually, since the um, since people like Gary Vee actually promoted them as one of the best assets to to trade, they're gone up in price so much. So that's really cool. And I actually bought a few uh, packs uh, from the from the later uh, sets as well. So that's quite fun. Um, one other thing is that I like a ton of music. So if you are interested in music and want to show like a very cool art artist or something, I'm always into that. Always uh, love to learn more new genres and such. I like country, I like EDM, I like uh, hard rock, I like um, hip hop culture. Actually, I have a ton of playlists. Uh, my girlfriend gets mad about them. <laughs> so much different. Than what, than what she listens to, so, um, yeah. Sorry if I butcher your name, but the next question is from B. Nevolent B. Ardo. Uh, which SEO strategy works smoothly? I don't have a lot of experience in SEO, um, 
what I know from back in the day does not work right now. I think you need to start a blog actually and that's one of the most important things to improve uh, even your website but and also get a lot of uh, backlinks from other sites and you can do that with uh, things like affiliate programs or just yeah, putting out a ton of content on uh, reviews, um, just content in your your area of expertise. If I need to, if I want to recommend something, you can also uh, listen to some of the stuff that uh, Jacob Cass actually does, and he has a lot of things about SEO. He has a blog that is really popular and. I think he earns about $10,000 a month on passive income from his blog. So that could be really helpful if you want to uh, work out some SEO strategy for your website or blog. The next question is from uh, UI by Lewis. What is your advice for people who are looking to become content creators? Uh, if you want to become a content creator, one of the first things uh, you need to know is basic knowledge of the things you can create with. And even if you don't have a lot of design experience, things like Canva can actually help you with starting out to create content. One of the things I didn't do at the start was preparation. I think that preparation is key if you are able to uh, prepare your posts before you need to actually post them. That helps a lot. You don't have to work every time to get that deadline. So that can be really helpful if you are able to prepare some stuff for, for the future. And that actually uh, yeah, speeds up the process of creating a lot. One, one thing I recommend is the pillar content. Pillar content is necessary to, to stay alive in in the social space. I think you need to find something that really fits you and your audience and then build upon that. For me, I will try to make the podcast one of the pillar content pieces that I share other than UX and branding related stuff. Uh, so find something that suits you and you're actually comfortable with sharing. And the last advice that I have is just post and try out new things. A lot of people stay stuck in what they actually uh, have done for the last couple of months. If you're uh, good at carousels, they're only posting carousels. If you're good at making pictures, uh, they're only showing pictures. But you need to try out. You, you, uh, one of the worst things that I see is like having a, a clean grid because of you staying in one lane and not trying out new things. Um, just try new things and you'll see what happens with the engagement. I feel like if you change it up a bit from time to time, the engagement goes actually up instead of down. So I would recommend just to post and try out new things every once in a while. This one is from uh, uh, Lukla Prerak again. Uh, how do you feel as a content creator? To be honest, I have one word, I feel powerful. You have the power to create anything you want and I'm actually in charge and that's what makes it really fun and actually 
yeah, really empowering to to share some value with others. So, if I would say one word, I would say powerful. This one is from UX.FX. What is your advice for designing faster? Um, that's actually quite a tough question, I feel like. If I would recommend some things is just to try, try, try. Try out new things, try out other things that you're not familiar with. Um, one of the things that I see that people try is use plugins to make their uh, process faster. But if you don't know the basics about a program, I feel like plugins only slow you down. So I would not recommend that only if you're really experienced in a certain program. And that's the other thing. If you want to design faster, I think you need to really uh, get expertise in a certain program. For instance, we use Adobe XD a lot. And to be honest, we are using it for uh, since 2018, since the beta actually launched. And I feel like I got a pretty good understanding of how the program works and I still don't use any plugins. So uh, that's one of the things that I want to look into next year to start using some plugins to even speed it up more. Uh, but that's just after using the program for uh, almost two and a half years. So what I would recommend if you're uh, more beginner like, I would really recommend learning uh, shortcuts from the program. There are a lot of different shortcuts and that can actually speed up your process a lot and do things like structure your files. Uh, make sure you design everything in a certain way, plan out things. If you want to uh, create something for your Instagram, instead of starting in, inside a program, try to sketch it out first. That may look like a lot of more steps to create it in the end, but what it really does is it actually gives you a little bit of a guideline, uh, like the restrictions that, that I said about the projects that will actually help you design faster inside the program. So those are the things that I would recommend if you're not really an expert at a certain uh, certain program, then I would recommend to, to start out with those things. The next one is from uh, Button Du Jour. Uh, which F1 race would you watch live? Uh, I think uh, some of you saw that I shared some stories about, um, about Formula One. I really enjoy it lately. Um, it was a bit down from the from the days that uh, Red Bull was king, like uh, Vettel won all the championships and such. Um, but since uh, Verstappen came back, I'm watching every race and watching every qualifying, uh, sometimes even free practice, and I just really enjoyed. And I started to uh, race for myself as well, so I got a steering wheel and uh, games like uh, Project Cars Two, uh, F1 2020 just try to try it out. Um, one of the races that I really want to go to is Catalonia. Uh, Catalonia was a, quite a special place actually. It was the first race that uh, Max Verstappen won. So that one has a special place in my heart. And actually from early on, um, it is one of my favorite tracks uh, to, to, to watch, to drive on myself and just to experience. And it also is uh, in Spain, so that's uh, that's quite a relief if you want to go there. That's 
a pretty nice temperature. So I would go there, Catalonia. The next question is uh, a follow-up question from Helena. What keeps you going? How do you determine your long-term goal without feeling you missed a mark? Uh, the biggest thing is actually not judge myself. I make goals and to be honest, I'm going to make a post on it. I started with some goals in the start of 2020 and I actually missed them all. At first I felt guilty, but in the end to see what I've actually accomplished is uh, a lot greater than most of the people would even try. So uh, don't judge yourself on what you didn't reach and actually look at what you uh, did achieve this year. And that, to be honest, keeps me motivated to just try out new things and know that I'm on the right, uh, right path. So This one is also more related to the future, uh, also from uh, more Jenna. Where do you see yourself in five years and how do you plan to get there? Yeah, that's a tough one. One of the things that I really want to do is actually make more uh, business decisions with a UX perspective in mind. I feel like a lot of brands really need to up their game uh, UX wise, and that could be really helpful for uh, media to senior uh, UX designers to actually become more like a strategist for those companies. So that will be really uh, a cool thing to look out to. And one other thing is I also want to build a strong personal brand for myself and to see where I can grow from there. And how do I plan to get there? I've got a couple of goals in mind and I want to share that with the uh, failed goals from last year. So I'll share that on Instagram. The last question is from at 7 xdesign What is your biggest dream? I thought about this a lot and one thing that keeps coming up is to do whatever I want every day of my life. I want to thank every single one of you for sending in the questions. It was really fun to answer them and I hope you uh, learned something from it. Um, I also announced a little giveaway that I wanted to do for people sending in the questions. So I'll actually do a random name picker uh, live in the episode as well. I set the names here and we're gonna see who is the winner of the giveaway. All the names are in. Pick a random name. At Lukla Prerog is the winner and you will get a DM from me. So uh, Lukla, thank you for uh, sending in a question and I hope you buy something special with it. So that's where this episode will end. Thank you so much for listening to the show and we'll see you next time.